Hello and welcome to episode 8 of A Lighter Life, Life with Less Baggage. Hi, I'm your hostess Julianne and I hope you're having a fabulous week. This week we are going to be talking about obligatory baggage. But before we dive into this week's topic, let's do a quick step back and look at what you did last week. So last week we played the toleration game where you went and wrote down all the things in your home that you're putting up with. Broken things, things that are in repair, things that you just wanted to get rid of, um, whatever came to your mind, anything that you're putting up with in your house. So how did you do? How did you make your list? I made a pretty good list. I actually had more than I thought, having already played this before. I didn't think it would be that uh, big a list, but I definitely have a lot on my list. And while some of it's not too big, some of it is big, like painting the whole house. That's one that's going to take a little while, but fixing a light bulb in the ceiling fan, that's not a big deal. Getting rid of some extra packages of trash, things I don't want anymore, things can go in the recycle bin. Those were easy ones to tackle and I've already tackled. And as I said, I'll be having um, kind of a toleration game party with my family uh, after Thanksgiving this week. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they put on their list and then we're going to help each other kind of cross off some of the bigger items on the list. So I hope that you were able to take some of that into your own uh, story and play it with friends or family and see if they can help you with your list as you help them with theirs. So have a little fun with that. And this week we're going to look at obligatory baggage. So again, in uh, the United States right now, we are approaching the holiday season. Uh, Thanksgiving is just four, four days away, five days away. And as I'm recording this, and so there's a lot of things that are starting to pop up on the radar. And a lot of those things are things that I call obligatory baggage, things you don't need to do, but you feel like you have to do. And I'll give you an example of that. Uh, I was working with a coworker and she was sitting there stressing about all the holiday cards she was going to have to send. And all these people, she's like, I don't even really know these people anymore. They were friends of my husband and, you know, we hardly see them. And yet I still have to send them a card. And I looked at her like, why in the world are you sending a card? Who cares if you don't even see them and all you do is exchange cards once a year? Why are you still doing that? And she's like, well, if I don't send them a card, they won't send me a card. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the big deal? And she was so stressed out about it. She just couldn't see past that. So I invite you to really think about some of these things that you're stressing about. Like, so what? You know, why do you send holiday cards? Just as an example. I know people say, oh, it's a spread cheer and all that. But think about outside of your immediate family, who holds on to those cards? You know, I get some great cards from people, you know, with great photographs of their kids. And that's, you know, it's wonderful. It's you know, lovely to see how they've changed over the years. But I don't save the card. So you spend all that time, the energy, you stress over getting them out on time and getting all the addresses. For what? The card goes in the trash after the holiday season. So why do you do it? Why are you driving yourself so nuts? And is it out of obligation? Well, if so-and-so sends me a card, then I have to send them a card. And that's what my coworker was doing. She was like, oh, so so-and-so was going to send me a card. I always have to have extras on hand for people I didn't expect so I can reciprocate and get one right out in the mail to them. Like, really? Is this like a trading card game? You don't need to do this. You don't need to stress yourself out over something that's obligatory in your head that you feel like you have to do it. So this week, again, grab that handy journal and start looking at the things that you're doing that are causing you stress. Obviously, if you enjoy it, that's not obligatory. Obligatory are those things that you don't enjoy that you do because you feel like you have some sense that you have to do them. So what are some other examples, especially this time of year? 
the, the events. Do you feel like you have to go to the staff holiday party even though you hate it with a passion? Make an excuse and don't go. If, there, if there's something that you always do every year and you get no enjoyment out of attending it, why don't this year you skip that event? Or how about those events where you feel like you have to invite so-and-so and nobody enjoys that person's company, but every year you feel like you have to invite them? Don't invite them. Or change up the event so it's something else totally different and that you don't feel like they need to be included in it. Why are you doing some of these things that stress you out so badly just out of obligation? Now, I understand if you have to invite your brother to an event, that's, that's a little different. But if you're just inviting somebody because out of habit or out of reciprocal, yeah, I can't even say reciprocal relationship, stop it. Let go. Really? Why are you doing this? And what I want you to do is as you think of something that comes up, like, oh, I have to do this. Think about what's the worst case. If you don't do it or if you do it differently, what is the worst thing that can happen? So if my friend with the greeting card is like, you know, what, what happens if you don't send greeting cards this year? Well, nobody will send them to me. Okay. They'll drop me off their list. Okay. Where's the problem? Will life end? Do you miss cards? I mean, maybe there's one or two people that you really feel are special, like family. And you can sell them and say, hey, I'm not planning to send Christmas cards, but I always love to see yours. You know, I'd love to see the kids or whatever. Please keep me on your list, but know that I'm not sending out cards this year. And then you've gotten rid of the whole stress and you still got the one or two cards you really wanted. But really, what is the worst case that's going to happen if you don't do things the way you've always done them? If you don't send those Christmas cards, the world will not end. People will not think you're a Scrooge. You just say, I'm not sending them anymore. It just takes too much time, too much effort, too much money. And I don't see the value. So I'm not doing it. So what if you get dropped off of people's lists? Maybe you could look at it this way. You're doing them a favor. That's one less card they have to stress about sending, especially if they don't really know you anymore and it feels awkward for them. Aren't you doing them a favor by coming off of their list? So really think about it. What is the worst case scenario if you do things differently? If you remember, I talked about uh, in episode six, the gifts that keep on giving, and I gave away all my china. Actually, I sold it all on Craigslist. And so I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year. And so I was just at a Big Lots today, and in the clearance section, they had some fall plates, paper plates. So for $1.50, I have paper plates, and that's how I'm going to serve my Thanksgiving dinner. I really don't care what other people think. It's going to make cleanup a lot easier. It serves the purpose. So why do I have to serve a fancy dinner? And honestly, if people don't like it, they can host next year. What's the worst thing that can happen? I might get a few comments about paper plates. Big deal. I might not get asked to host again next year. Really good. That's a benefit. So what's the problem? What's the worst case in this? I've saved myself a lot of time in the kitchen so I can spend more time with my family, more time to play the toleration game, right? And I don't have to sit around with the dishwasher and waste the water. There is a trade-off. I am putting paper plates in the landfill, so I get that. But what I'm saying is, in the worst-case scenario, not having fancy china and serving off of paper plates is really not going to end the world. So what are you doing? What are you stressing about? I have another friend who stresses about the cookie swaps and having to bake all those cookies on time because she's in, like, three different swaps. I'm like, you're crazy. She doesn't even eat cookies. So she winds up giving them all away. She makes them all. She gets all these back. And then she goes to work and gives them all away. Like, why are you driving yourself nuts? Because I've always done it. I'm always part of it. They always look forward to my cookies. Well, you know what? What's the worst case? If you don't do it, 
they'll move on and they'll look forward to somebody else's cookies. And you'll save yourself a ton of money and a ton of time and you'll get rid of stress. A lot of stress that you don't need at the holiday season, right? We're already stressed out. Why are you adding stress that is obligatory, that has no real benefit to you? So I bet you can make a pretty good list, right, of things that you do, especially during this holiday season, that you don't need to be doing. So write down those things and then start to do your worst case scenarios. What is the worst thing that can happen? And start to pay attention to other people. Start listening to what they're saying and the things that they're stressing about. And it'll help you get perspective on your own issues. When you start to see that what they're stressing about is so simple and easily fixed by just dropping it. It'll help you look at your own stuff and go, well, what am I doing? You know, where am I not taking my own advice? What kinds of things am I stressing about? And again, this goes all year long, not just the holiday season, but the holiday season, I feel like time seems to be crunched. It seems to be less time and so much to do. And there's always so many events to go to. And I want you to pick and choose this year. Don't go to every event out of obligation. Don't go to every business gathering, every family gathering, every play of your nieces and nephews. You don't have to be at everything. Pick and choose the ones that are special to you. Choose to stay home. Choose to be with your family. Choose to watch a movie cuddled up on the couch with hot chocolate. Get rid of a lot of this obligatory baggage. You don't need it. And your life will be so much simpler. And again, the world will not end because you didn't make cookies at the cookie swap or you didn't send out cards. And another thing that you might be doing and driving yourself nuts with is decorating for the holidays. Now, some people love it. And don't get me wrong. I mean, those are people that just decorate every inch of their house with lights and that's their thing. But if it's something that stresses you out and then after you put the decor up, the clutter stresses you out even more, look to lighten your decorating. Make it something simpler. Make it something smaller. This year, my daughter's doing a lot with just lights. We bought some inexpensive lights at Home Depot and she's, she said, that's all we really need is a whole lot of color. And we'll get a lot of bang for our buck. It takes up next to no room. And now the house is pretty without having a whole bunch of decorations all over the place. So look at what you're doing that's adding to your stress that you just do out of obligation. So I think what you're going to find is that you can really simplify your life just by cutting out a few things. And I know you're not going to cut them all out, okay? Let's agree up front that you'll cut out two. Make a list of all the things you do this season for the next two months that you do have obligation. Again, not the things that you enjoy. If you enjoy them, that's not an obligatory event. That's something else. But the things you don't want to do that you do do. The events, the things you make. What are you doing? Cards you send, write that all down. And then pick two and stop doing them. And this is one area I feel like I'm doing pretty good at. I don't have too much obligatory events anymore because I just don't do them. I've just learned over the years that they're just not that important to me. You know, I don't really need to decorate. And this year I'm serving on paper plates. Like I said, I'm not the least bit worried about it. And that's a pretty freeing feeling. So I want you to really have that, that freedom. I mean, I mean, the point of this whole podcast is to make your life easier, to feel lighter, to feel happier. And isn't that the point of the season is to really enjoy it, really feel happy? So get rid of some of the stuff that drags you down, that takes away the joy of the season and turns it into the stressful working, you know, grunge where you just don't feel like you are sitting back and enjoying. Instead, you're onto the next thing, onto the next thing, doing this next thing. You know, what if you don't wrap your presents this year, you put them in gift bags? 
how much faster is that for you? And the gift bags can be reused, so you don't have to waste them and throw them into the landfill, because we all know wrapping paper does not recycle. How much would that save you? In time and in energy? I know in our family we have, <laughs> we have a joke because there's the same barbecue grill, um, like Father's Day type of bag. And it just keeps showing up holiday after holiday. doesn't matter who it's for, boy, girl, you know, birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, doesn't care. I mean, we don't care. We always kind of start to see this bag over and over again. It's just funny at this point. But so what? We've gotten so much use out of that bag. And nobody needed to waste time on wrapping paper or waste money on wrapping paper. And we've kept it out of the landfill because this bag keeps on getting used. So what other things can you do? Or can you shortcut stuff so you're not so stressed out? You don't have to wrap every present, make it pretty with a bow, throw in a very pretty gift bag, and be done. If you feel like you have to exchange gifts with so many people at work and you don't want to, that's a drain on you financially, drain on you mentally as you try to come up with ideas, then talk to people and just say, hey, this year can we give to charity instead and get out of the stress of doing the obligatory gifts to each other and just say, hey, you know, we all spend X dollars. Why don't we all take you know, 20 bucks and put it in a fund and put it in a charity. This is the time of year to do that. And you'll feel better. You won't waste money and time on a gift for somebody they don't even know that they're going to appreciate and enjoy. And you've done something better with it. So look at ways you can take your obligatory you know, events and obligations that you don't want to do and just turn them into something even better. You know, Maybe your worst case scenario is what's the best case scenario that comes from dropping this? What's the best thing that can come from making a whole different decision, making a whole different way of doing something? How much can you save stress on somebody else by saying, you know what, let's drop holiday cards. They may thank you for it. If you drop gift giving, go to charity. They may thank you for it. If you drop the big dinner and decide, oh, you're going to go for a walk, they may thank you. One of my other friends is, you know, she has to do Thanksgiving dinner and it just got to be too much. So she ordered out. She has this great dinner, comes delivered, and there's so much food. You know, it's definitely enough for her family, plus leftovers for like two or three days. And she said, I don't care. It's just the stress of not having to spend the whole day in the kitchen. And the meal's here. It's beautiful. It's lovely. You know, it's hot. Everybody enjoys it. And I didn't have to spend all day in the kitchen. Now, if you love cooking, this is not for you, but it's just another way of approaching things. If you have to do the holiday meal, think about ordering it or think about going out. Again, what's the worst case? What can happen to you? Well, maybe I won't get asked to host next year. Well, that's great. Takes all that stress off of you. Or maybe everybody else will start to relax and say, you know what, this is such a better idea. Now we don't all have to spend time in the kitchen. We don't have to worry about you working in the kitchen. You can be out here with us. Maybe there's a huge benefit that you're totally missing. So in addition to the worst case scenario, what's the best case scenario? If you drop that obligatory stuff, what's the best thinking that can happen? If you stop going to the staff events that you can't stand, the obligatory parties, maybe you know, somebody will say, hey, let's, let's do something else. Let's change this. Let's come up with a whole different way of celebrating. Or let's take the money we spent on the holiday party and instead adopt a family and buy gifts for a family. I mean, good things can come out of dropping these obligatory events. You just have to open your eyes. Good things for you, good things for the world, good things for your family, good things for your checkbook. A lot of good can come out of dropping obligatory events and obligatory to-dos from your list. So make your list, write it down in your journal, write down the worst case scenario, what can happen, and then brainstorm, get creative. 
what's the best thing that can happen? By you no longer participating, what are the good things that can come out of it? So have some fun. If you're in the United States and you're listening to this, I wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week.